Hello, I'm Dave Peach, and this is the Crawfordsville Peach Cast, sponsored by Tri County Bank, your community bank since 1892. See them in person or at tricountybank.net. Tri County Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is Community Banking Month, and we celebrate with Tri County Bank, our sponsor. And we join. Uh, we are joined by Jared McMurray. Jared, how are you today? I'm doing great, Dave. Thanks. How does it feel to be on a um, on a podcast? It. I feel mighty lucky. It's lot. It's a lot different than what we do normally. Right? That's right. It is. We're wearing tuxedos, and uh, we are no, not not quite. Uh, we're we're in the same. We're wearing the same clothing as we would for a normal broadcast. <laughs> I guess you could. Put, <laughs> yeah, you could put it that way. There's no special clothing no. required for podcasting. No, you should, could. Yeah. Should we dress down a little bit? Yeah, or? you can. I mean, you've got a baseball cap on. I, I've got a, a, a like a like a dress shirt or something like that. Maybe we ought to wear uh, you know shorts and you know designer t-shirts or something like that. Yeah, you could. Uh, doesn't matter. I guess it really doesn't matter uh, as far as what what we wear. Now we are on the uh, Crawfordsville Peach Cast, and coming up, a very special guest. This was a man that I worked with. In Columbus, Indiana, I actually grew up listening to him. His name is Sam Simmermaker, and this man has been doing games for many, many years. I didn't, I did, did not even have the guts to ask him how long have you been doing games. But I'll just put it this way: you, you ask me how long I've been doing Butler. Ask me how long. How long have you been doing, doing Butler? I've been doing Butler, PA, for over thirty-five years. Okay. From home? From home. No, <laughs> I've been doing PA for 35 years. Sam has been doing games in Columbus, Indiana for many, many more years than that. We'll just leave it at that. I mean, it's, uh, and, but he had a lot of, uh, he, he, when, uh, when we talked to Sam, you know, you can look, you can see in your mind as he's describing some of the scenes at Butler Fieldhouse, as he called it, um, and some of the, you know, you go back in time and and really some of the principles of local broadcasting, which, you know, serving the public. And he's done it so well for so many years. And he was the one of the people that I listened to when I was growing up. And I thought, who better to start a podcast than someone who has seen everything about broadcasting? And we can learn so much from his uh, experience. Yeah, I'm very interested to listen. Yeah, and I do want you also to listen listen for his voice. His voice is so memorable that you'll say, wow, that, uh, he, he definitely has a very unique uh, voice, and you'll hear that coming up on the podcast. Now, our little uh, scene starter, we talk Easter. Now, you have a young one, and this is Easter number one. It is. Thank you. I was going to say, I always want to. Well, it's not quite to time right. to hide the eggs, but no. But, but next year for sure. So, do you buy stuff? I mean, I've, I, I, I can't remember when Matthew was 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 uh, an infant. Do you buy candy and and eat it and say, hey, <laughs> one day? That's actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, uh, that that's cool. So, uh, but I'm sure it'll be done up just like a regular Easter, right? You'll get the basket and all that stuff. Well, let's go over. You know, we talk about Easter candy. What is your go-to Easter candy? I tell you, Dave, it, it's specifically Brock's jelly beans. 
the regular size jelly beans, Brock's just their original. If you go to the store, they have 10 different flavors now or 10 different types of bags. Original Brock's jelly beans. I will, uh, I like Jelly Belly. We, I love the buttered popcorn Jelly Belly. And also, I, you know, I'm kind of a traditionalist. I, I go for the Kit Kat, the Reese Cup, and the, um, peanut M&Ms, and we talk about this on the air. Easter concludes the Candy Slam, Halloween, Christmas, Valentine's Day, Easter. After Easter, you just have to kind of eat candy on your own. Right. And don't forget, Dave, about Peeps. Peeps. Well, now, we are going to get to that right now. This is from WideOpenEats.com, the top 10 Easter candies for the Easter basket. So if you're looking to you know, put some candy that's kind of trendy. Here we go. Brock's Pastel Candy Corn. Jordan Almonds. You like Jordan Almonds? Never heard I think of Jordan Almonds. Your dentist likes Jordan Almonds if you break a tooth off. Yeah. Peeps. There you go. I'm not a big Peep fan. You know, you can microwave sh- Peeps. Sugar and marshmallows. Yeah. So. Here we go. Sweet Tarts. Those are always a big one. I like this. Whoppers Mini Robin eggs. I, I like the bigger ones, but the mini ones are good too. Yeah. Uh, you always like the malted milk balls. Uh, Starburst jelly beans. Where do they rate as far as? Box? I think they're pretty good. You like pretty that? Good, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Cadbury cream egg. I, I don't know. They're okay. Yeah. I'm going to. They're gonna, okay. Yeah. Oh, and then of course you've got the Russell Stover. Milk yeah. chocolate Easter bunny. You can't go wrong with that. One. You got to have one, don't yeah, you? Have you have to, to have it, one. You got to have a big Easter uh, candy thing. Cadbury mini eggs. Now, that's are, the bag I that's had chocolate. last week. <laughs> that, is, that is chocolate uh, covered. And the uh, number one, yes, Reese's peanut butter eggs. Number one, as far as Easter candy. It just tastes a little bit better than eats. just a Reese's cup, right? I mean, they're just a little bit better. Check them out, WideOpenEats.com, top 10 Easter candies. Enjoy, and enjoy our interview coming up with Sam Simmermaker on the Crawfordsville PeachCast, presented by Tri-County Bank. Spring is here. If you're a business owner of Montgomery, Putnam, or Park County, contact Tri-County Bank about our TCB, Taking Care of Businesses, 36-month fixed-rate loan. This is Kyle Brown from Tri-County Bank. If a little paint, new sidewalks, awnings, or anything that spruces up your building is planned this year, the TCB Taking Care of Businesses loan may be the loan for you. Contact me or any of our lenders about this great loan program. Maximum loan amount $5,000. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Our guest this week is a legend. Now, you might not know him, but after you hear from him uh, the next few minutes, I guarantee you will be happy that you had the chance to hear him. His name is Sam Simmermaker. And for many decades, this man is called Sports in Columbus, Indiana, also covered news on the radio. He is a local legend among local legends. And from what I observe when I grew up listening to him all the time and the time that I worked with him, he has always put the people he covered first and himself last. He is a model for what a communicator should be. You want a Paul Harvey, a Vin Scully, a Barbara Walters? Well, here he is, Sam Simmermaker. Sam, rate that intro one to ten. Oh, 
Put Harry Carey on that list, too, will you please? Oh, I forgot about Harry Carey. Holy cow. How could I forget? <laughs> we'll we'll let you talk about uh, your love for the St. Louis Cardinals and the broadcasters, uh, uh, Jack Buck and Harry Carey, and how they were probably models for your career. Probably so. Jack Buck, I believe, especially, well, Harry Carey with Holy Cow, and I stole that from him without permission. But Jack Buck, I marveled at his abilities, not only as a radio play-by-play guy, but an MC. And I know you do a lot of that type work, and as do I. And he was just so succinct and so sharp and so funny. I think I patterned more of my patter after Jack than than I did Harry, except for Holy Cow. I want to know, how did you get so good at being what I'll call a a citizen behind the mic. How how did that happen? The only thing I can think of is just a great community that offered a terrific opportunity, and the rest was easy. Tremendous city, as you're involved in in a similar situation where you are now. The community embraces you, and I guess it did the same for me. You are loved in the community. Did you ever think of running for mayor? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. A former mayor, the late Robert Stewart, you remember Mayor Stewart, I'm sure, but he used to take an economic development trip overseas. I often referred to it on my newscast as a junket. (laughs) That was my only time, or the only time, that the mayor and I didn't see eye to eye. He said, Sam, one day, I'd rather you didn't use that word, junket. It just has a a connotation that isn't uh, what we want in the mayor's office, I guess. I never thought about it. Maybe I don't enjoy kissing babies, whatever the reason, reasons. It really never crossed my mind. Always radio. Yeah, although I aspired to be a news writer, a sports writer, in my early days. And I must confess, Dave, that in the last what, six or eight years that I've been doing some local sports tidbits daily on the Internet and uh, writing just short little squibs, paragraphs, tidbits. I enjoy that as much or more than I do broadcasting, at least in these waning years of my career. Really get a kick out of putting that stuff on the Internet. You can follow uh, your sports on uh, your Facebook, and you hear a lot about journalism. How do you look at the current landscape of journalism? How has it changed? Has it changed? And do you like what you see? I was just reading an article, and this is radio journalism, if you will, about how the landscape has changed in the play-by-play broadcasting genre and how you used to, as a play-by-play person, you can relate uh, in baseball, used to say, runners at second and third, one out, the score, so-and-so. Now it's runners in scoring position. And this pundit who penned the article says, hey, the man at the home plate, what about him? Anytime he comes up, isn't that a runner in scoring position? So it's not all good, let's put it that way. I think the, uh, the voices in radio, sports, play-by-play, have, have gotten less distinctive. You don't have the Red Barbers. You don't have the Carries, the Bucks, the Ernie Harwells, the Jack Brookhouses, and so on that you once did. It, 
I think a lot of the announcers, no offense intended anymore, are kind of vanilla, David. And you can listen to eight or ten different stations, and not one of them you're going to recognize the voice of the announcer. That was not the case 20 years ago. You were a part of what is called Hoosier Hysteria, the one-class basketball tournament of the 50s, 60s, 70s, and even into the 80s and 90s, for that matter. When you look back at one class and you look back at what the tournament is today as far as basketball, what are your thoughts? The thing that comes to mind, David, is back in the day, every radio station in the state would be at the state finals, just about. I'm sure that went for your town, your city as well. Radio stations, local radio stations, ringed Butler Fieldhouse on all four sides, or at least three sides, maybe not the the, uh, end zones, if you will, but there would be banners from all these stations almost encircling the court within the local newspapers and their journalists right behind in row two. Now, let's say you're talking about a 4A state finals, you're probably going to find maybe one local station and then the network people and the IHSAA network people, and that's it. It certainly is different. Back in the day, you walk into Butler Fieldhouse and you'd see Marv Bates of WGBF in Evansville, Phil Stigelman of Richmond and uh, Sam Roberts of Anderson, Hilliard Gates, of course, Tom Carnegie, and uh, on the list just goes on and on, and it was an electric atmosphere. We're going to talk about... uh, What is the most fun that you've had in broadcasting? Probably the baseball broadcast. I really enjoy doing baseball. There's just a special opportunity there, I guess, to paint a picture more so than in football or basketball. And I'd have to say that's that's the most fun, baseball. And I think you cut your IT PA announcing-wise uh, on the diamond at the Columbus High School or Columbus North, did you not? No, no doubt about it. Uh, did uh, public address uh, first time for uh, Coach Bill Stearman uh, my junior year at Columbus North High School, and I absolutely loved it uh, being with the team and, and and felt a part of the team. And and certainly that was that's where it all began. And I remember in the sectional, I actually got paid. Eight dollars a game. I did not even know I was going to get paid, and I just about fell over. Eight bucks a game, Sam. Well, that was uh, rather exorbitant. In that, uh, what's a guy going to do with all that money? Uh, Twenty probably PA'd the sectional championship game when you were a senior and yes. Columbus oh, edged. Oh, yeah, that was Columbus North. We remember which, that game. Uh, blew oh. a late lead. And uh, then East went on to the state finals and lost the team from Evansville and Don Mattingly. Yep. Wow. Don Mattingly was in that tournament? I think so. Wow. That is 1979. Uh, uh, We'll let the research staff look into that. And over the years, you've worked with some folks that have moved on and uh, on, uh, I should say, have moved up. Sure have. uh, Larry Henry on to WIBC and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Network and Michigan, the University of Michigan football in the Fab Five era. Chuck Underwood on to Ohio State play-by-play. Larry Smith, who went on to radio and TV in uh, 
northern Indiana, also in Louisville. I think Scott McCain, who's now a probably one of the top ten motivational speakers in the country. We just had a, a flock of uh, folks, now alums, who, who starred as they uh, climbed the ladder, if you will, including Mr. Dave Peach. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, it's uh, we... You know, we worked together for years on the radio doing the morning show, and we had we had so much fun. And I remember those days with uh, with great fondness. I learned a lot from you, and certainly uh, appreciate this time to uh, to spend with you. And hey, welcome to the uh, digital world and our podcast. Thank you, Sam. We'll talk. Bye, Dave. Well, Jared had to go buy some jelly beans, so we welcome Brad Pendleton <laughs> for the final segment here. Where are these jelly beans at? All he all he talks about is uh, jelly beans, Easter candy. But is you there know, a particular kind of jelly bean that he strives Brock's, to get? Brock's. Oh, yes. he's not a jelly belly man. Yeah, you didn't See, get I'm a, a chance to hear man. the opening segment. I did not. I'm just kind of rolling in naked here. We did not literally though. No, mind no. You. We talked about. We don't clothing. need any visuals on this podcast. We are. We, we are uh, thinking about some more casual clothing for the uh, for the <laughs> podcast. But you know, we did listen to the Sam Simmermaker interview. In fact, I I conducted the interview, so I heard that it while did. I was doing it. You yeah. were in the flesh. And the scene at Butler Fieldhouse for the state finals. You know, I can see that in my mind. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Brad, maybe, maybe somebody should make a movie about that. Perhaps. That era of basketball. Perhaps so. Who's your hysteria? You know, maybe get a, a Gene Hackman-like character? Hmm, I'm Perhaps. Thinking, I'm thinking, just a, <laughs> just thinking here. Maybe have Dennis Hopper in there somewhere. And he also mentioned Scott McCain. Do you know who Scott McCain is? Mm, I, I'm afraid not there. He is Governor. one of the leading motivational speakers in our country, and he's actually the author of a book called Iconic. You it's not can, Tony Robbins? No, you can go to scottmccain.com. That's M-C-K-A-I-N.com, and check it out, and he will talk about Create Distinction. Mm, create Distinction. Might need a little bit of that for myself. So. And he might <laughs> just be a good guest on our little show here. Perhaps. He can motivate us. Perhaps so. Coach him up, Scotty. Go, yeah, beam him up, Scotty. <laughs> a lot of Scotty references. Beam him and coach him. Yes, and I did work with Scotty McCain back in the day, 1979, 1980. And, I wow. interviewed Scotty McCreary uh, long ago in a galaxy far away on my old show. I remember that. Yeah, he was going to, I think it was prior to, uh, I don't know, he was playing the Long Center in Lafayette mm -hmm. or it was the Brown County music situation they got there. That could be another guest on the show, maybe. Perhaps so. You could reacquaint with Scotty. <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> well, Brad, it's now time for Dave's words of encouragement. Ooh, I'm ready for it. Hey, Brad, don't worry about your competition. If you're in radio, there'll always be someone with a better voice. If you're an athlete, there'll always be someone faster, bigger. If you're in sales, someone always more polished. And for everyone, there's always going to be someone prettier, richer, or more together. But don't worry about that. <laughs> don't obsess. You can only be the best you. Improve yourself and watch what happens next.
Bam. That's beautiful, dude. How about that, Scotty? I'm feeling it. I'm Give feeling me a website. Yeah, you need your book now. I'm, you, I'm, I need uh, some kind of self-help, you know, not not a novel, but a self-help. Yeah, a little guy. I could do a little. I could do a little coaching. All these up. little sayings Our and guys such. Are, yeah. hey, we're always improving. You're you coaching know? us here, man. Come so. on. I come feel on. like it's on the horizon. Next possession. I think next that's, possession. That's the next logical step and peached them. I don't know. When do I have time to Very true. watch reruns of Monk and uh, Miami Vice? <laughs> I'm sure somewhere in between the two, you can, you can squeeze in a, a paragraph or so. Well, next week on the show, Andy Eubank from Hoosier Ag Today. Andy doesn't know he'll be on the show, but we're going to call him later when we get done here. He did use our facilities one time, so I think he did, he needs to repay the favor. Definitely so. So until next week, for Jared McMurray, for Brad Pendleton, and Sam Simmermaker, I'm Dave Peach. This is the Crawfordsville Peach Cast, presented by Tri-County Bank. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Crawfordsville Peach Cast, sponsored by Tri-County Bank, your community bank since 1892. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC and equal housing lender. I'm Dave Peach. Join us every Thursday for a new episode on Apple or Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and download the Crawfordsville Peach Cast. This podcast was produced and edited by Up There Media and is a presentation of Fork Broadcasting Digital. 